Engaging conversation on the most urgent problem of our day and what you can do about it. Now, the End Abortion Podcast by Priests for Life. People, one family and one glorious nation under God. And together, we will make America powerful again. We will make America wealthy again. We will make America strong again. We will make America proud again. And we will make America great again. Well, hello, friends. I'm pro-life leader Frank Pavone, National Director of Priests for Life. Welcome to Praying for America. It is great to be with you once again. We're going to get very practical tonight. We need your help, each and every one of you, on the precinct level, the most local political level, to win elections. Register, mobilize, educate voters, ensure election integrity. Get those ballots in. Friends, we're going to talk very practical tonight with the help of an expert. I don't always have guests on this program, but tonight I do. Let me tell you, uh, after we do our scripture reading, a little bit about him, and then we'll listen to the conversation I just taped uh, with him. Let's go to Matthew's Gospel as we pray here, go into the Word, the conclusion of Matthew's Gospel. Matthew 28, starting with verse 16. Now the eleven disciples went to Galilee, to the mountain to which Jesus had directed them. And when they saw him, they worshipped him, but some doubted. And Jesus came and said to them, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Go, therefore, and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. And behold, I am with you always until the end of the world. Let us pray. Lord, the nations belong to you, and you have put our nation in our hands. We, the people, have the sovereignty. You have not given us an earthly king. You have not given power to be concentrated in any one institution. You have allowed this nation to be born and to be structured in such a way that we, the people, have the sovereignty. Lord, we know this has been abused. We know there are tyrants in our midst. And we ask you, Lord, help us to fulfill this great commission of teaching the nations all that you have commanded by being involved more than we've ever been before. At this moment, when we do face the most important election of all time, and when we have the opportunity to exercise that sovereignty you give us. Teach us how, Lord God, and help us to encourage our fellow citizens to be involved, we pray, through Christ our Lord. Amen. Well, I'm excited to have you hear this conversation because, friends, you know, we... We are doing this together. There's only one way to do all this, and that is to do it together. And we rely on your involvement. We have our website, ProLifeVote.com, ProLifeVote.com, where you can sign up for training seminars. And I want you to go there. I want you to check that page out. And uh, you won't regret it. Sign up for our seminars. We have these Zoom calls with people throughout the country. 
live interaction with one another, training from experts. We've got one of those experts you're going to hear from right now. First of all, let me tell you uh, uh, who he is and then what we're going to talk about. Uh, we moved our Priest for Life headquarters here to Brevard County, Florida, some uh, six or seven years ago. And one of the first things I started to do was to reach out, of course, to the local pro-life uh, uh, centers uh, and groups and to the local political groups, the Republican groups, the, uh, the uh, America First uh, groups, and met Rick Lacey. He is the Republican chairman for the county of Brevard. He is a really great uh, political activist and leader, and I've been with him on so many different occasions. Now, what, we're gonna, what I asked him to, to, to talk about in the conversation you're about to see is an idea that I shared with you already on this program. When I came back last weekend from the Turning Point USA conference that was held just a couple hours south of me here uh, in Palm Beach, West Palm Beach, I shared with you the action items. There were five key action steps that were recommended in that conference. The first of the five that Charlie Kirk was summarizing at the end of the gathering, was to become precinct leaders. Now, it goes by different names. We're going to talk here about precinct committee man and woman. Precinct leaders, this is the most local unit of government, and it's where you can have the most influence over the elections. I asked Rick to share with us his expertise and practical advice about what a precinct committee man or woman does, why it's so important, and I make this into an invitation to you to get involved. Let's listen now to my conversation with Brevard, Florida County Republican Chairman Rick Lacey. Welcome and God bless everybody. So it's really good to see you. You know, we've been together on so many different occasions and, uh, you know, I've heard you speak many times. And, uh, well, before we get into what I want to talk about, g give us a little more of, of your own background and how you got so involved in the political arena. Well, uh, Father Frank, I've, I've been involved in politics in, uh, since about 16 years old up in Pennsylvania. Uh, what got me involved in the political area was the pro-life issue. I realized at a very early age that if we were going to change the law, you have to change the lawmakers. And so I've been working for pro-life candidates uh, since I was in Monsignor Bonner High School up in uh, outside of Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. I continued my uh, activity at Villanova University, where I received a bachelor's degree in accounting and a master's degree. And uh, then about 12 years ago, I was able to convince my lovely wife, Maureen, to move down here to the uh, beautiful state of uh, paradise in Florida. And uh, I got involved, I continued my political activity, particularly with the Republican Committee down here in Florida. Well, it sure is great to be in the free state of Florida. As you know, we moved down here in uh, 2017. And uh, of course, I think your, you know, your motivation and, uh, and involvement in the pro-life battle is uh, one of the reasons that uh, We've connected so well and uh, work so nicely uh, together. Priest for Life is always, uh, always eager to assist uh, you and your team in the efforts here in Brevard and and beyond. Um, I I, I want to you know every time that I've 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 heard you speak to various groups, uh, you know I come away with the uh, just a kind of refreshed and 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 just with the clarity of how practical 
politics needs to be. Uh, it's not a theoretical, uh, you know, debate. It's a, it's a, it's a practical action. And I wanted to, to draw on your experience today uh, in one aspect of that, which is inviting and urging people to become precinct chairs. Now, I know that the terms vary from place to place, but, you know, I was recently at the Turning Point USA Action Conference. It took place in West Palm Beach uh, uh, just uh, very recently, uh, weekend of July the uh, 15th and 16th. And one of the concrete actions that came out of that conference that was being recommended to everybody was that they seek leadership roles on the precinct level. So I thought to myself, gee, I should talk with you about this and help our audience understand a little bit more about what that means. Can you guide us through what does it mean to be a, a precinct uh, captain or leader or whatever the local term might be? Well, actually, the term is committee man and committee woman, which is actually an elected position regulated by state law in the state of Florida. Uh, most states uh, across the country have similar positions at that level. I know we did in Pennsylvania. In Florida, we have 67 counties. Each county is comprised of a Republican executive committee. And that Republican executive committee is comprised of committee men and committee women elected in all the precincts in their county. Now, in Brevard County, we have about 176 precincts. Each precinct has a certain number of committee men and committee women positions available. Uh, basically, it's, it, it is determined by the size of the precinct. So for every thousand voters in that precinct, that precinct is then entitled to one additional committee man and committee woman position. And I always say that while there's a lots of party positions in the Republican Party, committee man and committee woman is probably the most powerful political position in politics, because at that position, you have the responsibility, the authority, and the, and the opportunity to influence the outcome of an election. Uh, and, and what I mean by that is uh, you have the authority because you are now either an elected committee man or committee woman, which is a term of office for four years. Uh, every four years, this position is up for election. In most precincts, if you have no opposition running against you for committee man or committee woman, you are what they say elected without opposition. So most committee men and committee women are automatically elected uh, because they have nobody running against them for those positions. Uh, then in between those four-year terms, if there is a vacancy in the precinct committee spot in your respective precinct, you can then fill that vacancy by going through a process to be uh, selected by the rest of the committee people in that county organization. For example, if you live in precinct 212 uh, or precinct 318, you can attend two consecutive committee meetings. The meetings are generally held every month or sometimes every other month in different counties. In Brevard, this year we've been doing them every other month since uh, there's no major elections this year in 2023, just a series of minor municipal races. Next year in 2024, we'll probably be having meetings every single month. So if there's a vacancy in the committee spot in your precinct, you can attend two consecutive meetings and then be eligible after you are vetted by the membership committee 
to be uh, elected by the people of the committee and fill that term until that term is up again for that four year period. So, so, so when we say committee man, committee woman, you are now the official Republican representative in that precinct. I see. So when we say that it's it's an elected position, you're talking about being elected by the by the committee there in the in that precinct. Only if you're filling a vacancy. If you are running for office, every registered Republican in your respective precinct votes for you at okay. an election. So, for example, August of 2024, every committee person position is then uh, on the ballot. It's on so the ballot, you, right? Okay. Correct. Al, you will not. Your name won't appear on a ballot if you have no opposition. If you do have opposition, then your name will appear on the ballot along with your opponents. And the Republican voters in that precinct will elect that person. The top vote getter will serve as the committee man or committee woman in that precinct. And you will have the authority of being the official Republican committee man or committee woman for your precinct. So so for Brevard County, once again, so let, let's break it down for people this way. The precinct, in other words, is, is it true to say this is the most local organization of government in a sense right yes and and the voters of your precinct uh, because this is where your power really comes in the opportunity to influence elections they will look to you for guidance uh especially for local races uh quite often when we are electing judges school board members county commissioners state representatives uh, a lot of voters don't have the time to research uh, they way with they would prefer. Uh, it also, every two years, there's amendments on the ballot, and so they look to you as a committee man or committee woman of your precinct for guidance as to who they should support for these positions. Generally, yeah. for president, governor, they kind of have the, their own strong opinions, but for local races, you can be very influential in the outcome of the election. Now, tell me about the, the um, uh, you said it depends on the number of voters. Now, for, so obviously for a Republican uh, committee man or committee woman, you're talking about registered Republican voters, right? No, uh, all total voters. That's the funny thing about it. Uh, okay. For example, if you live in precinct 501 and there are, say, 2,100 voters in that precinct, total voters, not just Republican voters. If there's 2,100 total voters in that precinct, you are eligible for three committee men and three committee women positions. Yes, interesting. Uh, and then, so, so the the it is a position of 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 significant influence, as you as you said, because voting is a local phenomenon. You know, you're showing up at that polling place, or you're getting your you know sample ballot, and you see usually you know these names of people you never heard of before because they're very local races. So yeah, this the, the people in these positions have a, a tr it's a tremendous service really to their Absolutely. to their fellow to their fellow voters. Um, the uh, so let's talk a little bit more about the um, the specific uh, duties uh, that such a, a man or woman would have. Uh, so are we talking about things like registering, helping with voter registration, uh, helping with, for example, absentee ballots, uh, voter education about the candidates. Walk us through the different spheres of activity. Absolutely. Uh, your obligations as a committee man or committee woman would, number one, be to support the Republican Party. Our mission is to elect 
conservative Republican officials from everywhere from county commissioner all the way up to president of the United States. Uh, and because the Republican Party uh, platform from national, state and local is so pro-life, we generally look for very strong pro-life candidates as well as conservative candidates on the issues. Uh, and you as a committee man or committee woman have the opportunity to vet these candidates at meetings and have your uh, opinions heard and to be able to question these candidates. And then you are very influential into whether that candidate wins the Republican nomination in the primary. So in addition yeah. to that, yeah, in addition to that, your job is voter registration. Your job is to register as many Republican voters in your precinct. Your job is to get the vote out, the old get out the vote on election day. And you can do that through getting, encouraging people to vote by mail, uh, vote at one of the early voting locations in the county, which is generally about a 13 day period of time or on election day itself. So there's great opportunities to get out the vote. We were very successful last November in getting over 70% of our registered voters to the polls, which led to a very large uh, Republican victory here in Bavard County. Also, you want to be expected to help financially support the party, helping support our fundraising efforts, and also to uh, organize your precinct with uh, volunteers, block captains, etc. Well, friends, the, for those of you that are just joining us, uh, we're privileged today to be talking with Rick Lacey. He is the Republican chairman for Brevard County, Florida. And uh, Rick, in line with what you were just saying, I mean, everyone across the country knows what a tremendous uh, amount of progress uh, Florida made in these recent midterm elections. I mean, just the the uh, turning this state more and more red. And and again, I've heard you, you know, at various events talk about how, you know, we uh, we surpassed here in Florida uh, the number of registered Republicans that you used to be outnumbered by the registered Democrats. Right. But now we've uh, well surpassed them. And, and 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 just so many victories up and down and across the state. I mean, this is due to the work of, of people like you. I want to just uh, attest to that. I mean, I've seen you at at work here and uh, and, and there's so many great people that work uh, with you and with us uh, in all these different in all these different precincts and in all these different counties. Uh, so um, I know that our audience is just uh, shares in that sentiment of just of congratulations. Uh, and, and I know many are envious of our state, uh, you know, and they want to see how they can replicate the same thing in their state. Um, but uh, tell us tell us this. I mean, obviously, you know, the last several years have been uh, there's been a lot of turmoil uh, about American, uh, the American election system. And a lot of Americans have lost confidence in the system. And now what we see in the Republican Party, and this, uh, you know, was very, very strongly emphasized again at this recent uh, TPUSA conference. And we're hearing it everywhere, including from President Trump, saying, look, we need to use the legal constitutional methods of gathering ballots and getting votes, but all the methods that are available to us that sometimes the Democrats use more effectively than, than we've used in the past, but we have got to use all these methods um, and, and not, you know, kind of wait for, you know, them to get all these early votes in and we have to try to catch up on election day. How has, talk to us about that dynamic and how that plays out for someone who wants to sign up to be 
a, a precinct committee man or woman. Uh, how have things kind of changed along those lines and, and uh, 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 influenced the work that these precinct uh, uh, individuals are going to be doing? Well, I think that a lot of uh, lessons were learned a couple of years ago when the Republicans realized that the Democrats were doing a better job of getting voters on their party out to vote by mail. And what we found was if people don't vote on election day, if you, if you have to get tied up at work, if something happens with your kids, you get sick, and you don't vote on election day, there is no tomorrow. So we are now realizing as Republicans that we need to also utilize the mail-in ballot process uh, as a vehicle to get drive voters to the polls. The benefit of that is the mail-in ballots typically go out 30 days prior to an election, and it is public information. So you as a Republican committee man or committee woman will be have, uh, have access to the list of Republican voters who have applied for a mail-in ballot. And uh, they could do it online, they can do it in person, whatever. It's very simple to get a mail-in ballot application process. And then you receive your ballot in the mail, and then there's a 30-day period till election day that we as committee people can encourage those voters to fill out their ballots and mail it back in to increase our percentage of the turnout. The better turnout we get of registered Republicans to the polls, the bigger our victory will be in that November election. In addition, uh, and I want to tell people that it sounds like, oh, it's a lot of work. It's really not that much work. It really probably could be done with like an hour or two a month. Uh, you'll, but the real beauty of becoming a committee man or committee woman is it does several things for you as a person. Number one, you have more influence in the election process. Your influence gets carried through like a rippling effect through your precinct. Number two, you make a lot of great friends uh, coming to the meetings and getting involved. Uh, you, some of the best friends I have, including you, Father Frank, I've, I've met through my pro-life and political activities. Uh, number two, if you are in business or you have a service to offer, it's a great way to network yourself with literally thousands of other uh, like-minded people that are more apt to use your service or uh, be a customer at your business because you are one of them. And finally, it is a great way to be informed because by becoming a committee man or committee woman, you have access to more information. You have access to the elected officials from sheriff to congressman to state senator to school board, county commissioner, all the way up to governor and, and U.S. Senate, you have more access to these people, you get more information, so you are a better informed voter and you can share that information with the voters in your precinct. So both as a way of making friends, as a way of networking your business or service, or just becoming a more informed, effective person in your community, uh, it is a great opportunity for you to become a committee man or committee woman. Uh, Rick, as we as we wrap up here, you know, one other thing that's on the mind of a lot of voters, as you know, is election integrity. Uh, does a precinct committee man or woman also have a role, for example, in coordinating poll watchers and other other efforts at making sure our elections are are secure? Absolutely. In fact, uh, two, last November's election was uh, a great um Opportunity. We had a good uh, person in our committee, Karen McCullough, that went out and enlisted uh, poll watchers among our committee people and our volunteers to become poll watchers, either at the early voting locations to monitor the mail-in balloting that's coming to the through the mail, or on the polls on election day and the counting of those votes. 
and we have a local election integrity committee made up of a bunch of volunteers from our committee, our Brevard Republican Committee, and we have done a tremendous job of working with Tim Bobanek, our supervisor of elections, the new one appointed by Governor DeSantis, who's doing an outstanding job, very accessible, very open to the ideas that have been presented to him to improve accountability, transparency, and, and accuracy in the voting, the votes elected here in Bavard. In fact, recently, Tim Bobanek in his office received national awards and statewide recognition for the job that they have done in these past couple of elections. Well, this is really helpful information, uh, and we look forward to having you, Rick, uh, help to train some of the folks that I'm sure are going to come forward as a result of hearing this program. Um, we always invite folks to contact us uh, in our own, among our own followers at ProLifeVote.com, and we'll have them sign up for the uh, election trainings that we do. But what is your overall advice? And, and again, our, our audience, of course, is across the country. Uh, but if people are listening to this and say, hey, I think I can, I think I can fill this role, uh, what's the very next thing they should do? I would say that if they have any interest in getting involved, and whether it's as a committee man, committee woman, uh, a precinct captain, uh, just a volunteer, or even a block captain, to contact me. Uh, they can uh, contact me in my email, ricklacey1 at yahoo.com. That's R-I-C-K-L-A-C-E-Y, the number one, at yahoo.com. And I'd be glad to get help them out. I'd be glad to talk to them. Uh, I'm also available if any group wants to have a, a seminar or any type of training as a committee man or committee woman especially if they're kind of new at it, but they really want to get involved because they feel very strongly about the conservative values that they feel are at risk in this country because of the threats that are coming in from the left. Uh, we have to remember that, uh, you know, when we grew up years ago, there was a Republican Party and a Democrat Party. Uh, one was more liberal, one was more conservative. But today, I think we have to realize that the Democrat Party in this country, sadly, has gone into a very leftward socialist type party leaning. And that threatens, I believe, the very basic va uh, values that this country was started on. It threatens our constitutional freedoms. And I, so I think it is more important than ever that, that Americans get involved in politics and so that they know who they are electing and who is controlling uh, you know, their lives. And basically, I always say that when you elect somebody, you're giving them some limited power of attorney over your life because they can make laws that affect you your income, your home, your family. And so it is critical that people get involved. And I am here to help them, encourage them, uh, support them, train them in any way that I possibly can, because it is absolutely important for the future of this country. Well, amen to that. The urgency of this has never been greater. We are literally working to save our country and to defend our freedom. So thanks, Rick, for what you do in that regard as uh, Republican chairman here in Brevard County, uh, where uh, I am uh, very happy to be living and having our ministry headquarters. We look forward to seeing you soon, and um, and uh, uh, thanks for helping our audience understand the role of the precinct committee man and committee woman. God bless you, Absolutely. Rick. God bless everybody out there. Well, friends, I hope that Rick's words to you were as encouraging as they are to me uh, and the guidance he gives, so practical, so clear. Again, be in contact with us. He generously uh, offered uh, his own email and, and, and contact, which, of course, you're free to use and, 
and uh, also do sign up, uh, even if you do reach out to Rick directly. Uh, sign up with us at ProLifeVote.com and we'll get you trained on whatever aspect of election involvement you want more training in. Some of you, of course, are uh, able to give all these seminars yourselves. You're so involved and experienced, and I thank you for that. Uh, let's uh, turn to the Lord then in prayer that our citizens, fellow citizens will be activated and mobilized in this way. Father, we thank you for the uh, privilege you give us in America to have so much influence on the direction of our country, so much uh, helpful influence on our fellow voters. Enable us, Lord, to uh, seize the day, to, to capture this moment, to take this opportunity. Bless all those who are uh, Lord, perhaps uh, convincing themselves not to be involved, turn them around, wake them up, help them to realize that this is the most important battle now that we face for our country, for uh, a culture of life, for the continuance of the great gift you have given us in America. For all these ends, Lord God, for all these intentions, we pray as Jesus taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thanks, friends. Great to be with you. Connect with me on social media at FR Frank Pavone on all the major platforms. That's FR Frank Pavone. And I appreciate your collaboration. I thank Right Side Broadcasting Network and all those who are helping to spread these programs. Tell others about Praying for America. Let's come together each weeknight and let's save this country. God bless you all. Hello. I'm Evangelist Alveda King with Priest for Life. The great issues of social justice, civil rights, and pro-life in our nation have made progress when citizens take their convictions into the voting booth. It's not enough simply to believe or speak about what is right. We have to elect lawmakers who will pass the right laws. As my uncle, Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. said, the law can't make my brother love me, but it can stop him from lynching me. Making laws and changing hearts go hand in hand. When people's hearts and minds are changed, they will elect people who will change laws and court decisions. So dear friends, if you're not yet registered to vote, please register today. And when you do go into that polling place, please vote pro-life. Hello, this is Father David Begany one of the many members of Priests for Life. This organization is one of the largest and most visible pro-life ministries in the world. Priest, the Priests for Life team relies on your financial support to be able to do its work, produce its programs, and travel the world to advocate for the unborn. May I ask you to support Priests for Life generously? Go today to prolifegift.org and give us as generous a gift as you can. Thank you for your kindness and be assured of our prayers for you every day. This has been the End Abortion Podcast. To learn more, to help end abortion, and to connect with us on social media, visit endabortion.net.